Yeah, the new episode yeah, is on about this episode of the Nerd <laughs> Brown Podcast. To get, how to make chili on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, on this episode of the Nerd Brown Podcast, we're talking about why you shouldn't use Chat GPT to write your profile. I know everybody's going to be thinking, like, "What?" But this, this guy's is, talking negative about Chat GPT. I know. So <laughs> tune in, and listen. Uh, anyway, while it may be tempting to use a tool like ChatGPT to generate a LinkedIn profile quickly or anything, uh, you need to, I think it's essential to understand the potential drawbacks and why you should avoid relying on some of these tools. I'm not saying that it's completely terrible. It's just not something you should 100%, you know, lean on or fall back mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Every, everything AI is really hot right now. Like AI art, people using AI mm-hmm. art platforms to create art. And then now they're raising the question, is it art? (laughs) Well, it's like, uh, the whole, that alone has created a whole mess with, uh, licensing and, you know, that's, that's somebody else's work that was incorporated with somebody else's work. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, generating something unique is still pretty much a human attribute. I don't think it'll ever be an AI thing. So that raises the question about chat GPT. Is it truly original? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, 50%. 50%. John? <laughs> mm. I mean, I, I think it depends on what you feed it, for oh, one. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a model that's very much under development, so I don't expect it to be, and, and some people are saying it's not AI, if you technically look at the definition. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the AI part is no different than Google. I mean, it has an input, like what you said, what you tell it is kind of the output. I mean, mm-hmm. that's no different than with anything else. We used to have a saying in web development, shit in, shit out. So, because web developers, again, we don't care what it looks like. We care about how it works or if it works. Mm-hmm. That's why we rely on web designers to design and graphic designers. We don't want to do, like, if you ask me to make something graphical, I'm going to go, Mitch! And <laughs> that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Um but I think that with this thing, it's 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 pretty much it, there is an aspect of machine learning which falls under AI. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's behavioral learning. It's learning you and how you ask for things, mm-hmm. and not so much like it probably is. I mean, and it states it when you use the interface that it's actually that's what's happening. You know, it's mm-hmm. building like a a profile of yeah. You. It's a language like a they call it a language model. I don't know anything. I'm just trying to figure out what it is, just like everybody else. But. They are trying to draw lines on what it is and what it isn't. Because um, I know when I first started using it, they fixed it since then. But you could ask it. It was probably about 50% of the time or like 40% of the time it was saying, I, I'm I'm a natural language model. I can't provide an answer to that. I don't go, I'm not going out to the internet and finding the information that you're looking for. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, um, since you mentioned that, uh this statement that Michaela, I would ask Michaela, actually, Michaela, if you could just read it as is. Mm-hmm. This is Chat GPT explaining what Chat GPT. Can we find a new name? It's like Battlestar Galactica going on over here, Black Hole, whatever that show was. You know, the little. Buck Rogers. Yeah, Buck Rogers. Thank you. I was just thinking of Porky Pig. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Michaela, take it away before we go off on the rail. Too late. Okay. 
Chat G. PT, sorry, I have to enunciate like that because I will screw it up, is a tool that uses a type of artificial intelligence called natural language processing to generate text based on a given prompt. It is designed to mimic human conversation and can be used to generate responses to questions, create content for social media or messaging platforms, or write articles or descriptions. Chat GPT claims to be able to generate high quality, coherent text that is difficult to distinguish from content written by a human. It is often marketed as a way to quickly and easily generate content without the need for human effort or creativity. However, I love the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> however, it is important to understand the limitations of ChatGPT and other AI-generated content, as it may not always be able to fully understand or produce content that is authentic or error-free. Yep, and that is from ChatGPT. Itself. Can't argue with the bot. Yeah, it I mean, tells on itself. <laughs> yeah, it tells it tells on itself. It literally uses the word in first statement mimic, mm-hmm. um, because that what I said was how does chat explain how does chat GPT work or what it is, um, and this is what it gave me. And so um, the fact that it tells on itself, and then I, I thought it was interesting that it, it's uh, it kind of says in a way as we laughed that it can do a thing, but then again, it kind of walks it back and go like, eh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, it doesn't understand nuance. Right. When you get right down to have it. limitations, right. I mean. Cause... I predict that nuance will be the word of 2023, much like in 2020 was unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> unprecedented nuance. No, in these up. unprecedented times. <laughs> Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, a, a lot of the, uh, you know, a colleague, she sent me, uh, uh, she, she made a post on LinkedIn and said, hey, I wrote this with that. So I grabbed it and threw it into a tool we use, Grammarly, to uh, the paid version because free version is not going to work enough uh, so that I could set the uh, standards for clarity and for tone and all these other things, right? And so I ran it through that. There was tons of things that it had to fix because it was a bit difficult to read. So Michaela, your stumbles were not, if you felt that way, it's not your fault. That that's, that's part of the problem with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does a lot of repeating of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, which a lot of people don't think about that. That's actually poor writing. They just kind of think that, Oh, this is, makes sense. <laughs> um, but the other thing that it did was plagiarism. Like at least two strikes came up. Now it's about, Six percent on her post was plagiarized, but she didn't know that because it was scraping what was already out there to formulate the response. And that's the other thing I meant by scraping the internet in a way. Mm-hmm. It's actually going out. It's kind of doing what Google does in a way, you know, when it's trying to find certain terms that match your query. And at the end of the day, it was like uh, it kept doing that over and over and over. Uh, and so the Grammarly tool would pick it up because it checks for that. And I was like, well, you know, but the places it would pick it from are, I think there was only one instance where somebody sent something or I did something and it picked it up from wired.com, but pretty much the others were like. And wired probably used ChatGPT to write that article because it was yeah. about ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a problem that, you know, if people start doing that, Google's going to flag that. Mm-hmm. immediately they've already come out with an algorithm to state that they don't want to see repeat as useless stuff mm-hmm. that somebody else has already said like if john says i like pizza and jason goes i like pizza but with pepperoni well we both like pizza that's the context we don't mm-hmm. nobody cares that i like pepperoni they kind of given that john does too so don't write articles that are just repeats i mean mm-hmm. it's just 
garbage writing, frankly. It's blogging is starting to become an antiquated, I think, thing. But uh, but that's usually, I think, that's just where ChatGPT is probably going to shine a big old light bulb on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I've, I've been using it pretty much every day. I don't ever just copy and paste what it produces. I would I don't think I'll ever do that, no matter how good it gets. But, uh, I mean, for idea generation, um, the fun of it, frankly, it's just kind of fun to, like, all right, put that in a table and it does it for you. Like, I've I've used it for actual utility. You know, things, oh, right. tasks throughout the day that it did now save I, 10 or 10 or 15 minutes. stupid because I'm asking it, like, you know, what's the shape of a booger? <laughs> <laughs> no two are the same. John's doing the real work. Jason's screwing around. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it has, I think it has plenty of limitations. Like, it's, I, like, it's like snowflakes, by the way. Yeah, there's no, there's no. That's where I was heading. Oh lord, I got nothing from that. I got nothing. I'm good. Somebody else take it away. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes that is not scripted. By the way, that was me. No, just that was not Chat GPT. That was Jason GPT. Yeah. For, well, for better or worse, that's us being authentic. Uh, it's true. Thank you, Mitch, for saving that. I appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah, so the limitations of it, it addressed lack of, inauth- uh, of authenticity, inability to write and understand context, tailored content, potential errors, inappropriate content, like me, uh, importance of taking the time to craft thoughtful and genuine LinkedIn profile. Uh, so if you write it for that, I think that you just kind of hit on that. You would, you know, you, you said to me that you use it for one and you spent like, I don't know, a couple of hours just going over the post because you were like, eh, no, you, you did your fame. If John, just if a in, few minutes, not yeah, hours. Okay. Well, if you <laughs> never spend hours on a LinkedIn post. Yeah. Definitely. If you're in a room with John and you hear this sound come out of his mouth, eh, then mm. it's over. You've, that's a no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. That's my passive no. I don't have a more unpassive no. No. <laughs> yeah. The other one is just no. <laughs> it's usually silence. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, so what are some tips for writing a strong LinkedIn profile? We addressed that in the previous episode about, uh, just, you know, I think it's just research, do your research. I mean, uh, there's nothing shameful of like looking at what other people are doing. Um, you know, kind of look and see what, cause it's like a trend thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what best practices basically are. Yeah. 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 You don't, nobody I think writes or creates or does anything that's, you know, two decades out of style. But then again, I could be wrong. Stuff uh, comes back around, you know. That's true. I'm I'm still waiting it's, for jingles. I'm not kidding. I want, I want them. They're there. <laughs> it's vintage. <laughs> I never said that about an ad. That ad is vintage. <laughs> well, you talk about clothing because, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. jean jackets are like a big, like the oversized one. Yeah. It's so comfy. Mm-hmm. I can, I fall for that trend. <laughs> um, but it's vintage. <laughs> It's ninety dollars instead of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. All right. Well, anybody I, else got anything else to? Yeah, yeah, just based on what Jonathan's been saying. I mean, the whole idea. There, one of the benefits of of Chat GPT may basically just be it's your first draft. That's that's the way I treat it. Mm-hmm. I'm far from an expert. I've been using it for like two weeks, and I think on a previous episode not long ago, I was like these AI generators. Or I've talked to you plenty of times about like. They suck. <laughs> yeah. Like I've used and I'm not, well, I'm not going to name names of the companies, but I've used most of them for the point of like, everybody's hyping them up. I want to see if it's actually useful as a content marketing person. We are producing tons of content at, at nerd brand scripts, podcast episodes, blog posts, social media posts. Like we're, 
we need some help in, in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, efficiencies and, and quickly developing content. And so I've been using it and I, to Mitch's point, I think it's your first draft and then you can kind of coach it. that's what I was telling you the other day is like, if you want it to write a, a first draft of your LinkedIn profile, one feed it your resume first and say, this is my resume. It'll come back and say, thank you. Um, and then like you were saying, find two, three, four other LinkedIn profiles that you like, that you like the tone of the style of the structure and formatting, whatever, feed that to it. And then ask it based on these things, write me a, you know, a LinkedIn bio and it'll, I mean, I think it does a pretty good job. Yeah. It's just a, the DIY aspect of this always kind of bites people in the butt because I remember a while back, I don't know if they're still around or not. Does anybody remember the Google stores where somebody would go in and you would pay somebody to Google something for you? There used to be, that mm-hmm. used to be a thing. No, I didn't know that. I yeah. Did not I know, know there's that. the website of let me Google this for you. Yeah, there is that, which is hilarious. And I've used that and I quit, oh, yeah. I quit using it because people were like, they didn't get it actually. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, but yeah, you could, you could do that. I mean, it, it was like an offline version of it because people just didn't know how to ask a question or to use Google. Now, of course the, the engine, this is like, this is probably like, I don't know, somewhere around 2008, 10, somewhere around there. So it's a while back. Yeah. It wasn't as sophisticated. Well, that makes sense. Now. Yeah. So, you know, now you got full on questions and comparisons. You can mm-hmm. ask it and it'll spit out like, you know, results for that. But, uh, you know, back then people were, didn't, they didn't know that, you know, how do I ask this thing a question? Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where this is at right now. How do you ask it a question that actually gets you the result you want? That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like not really intimidated by it because look how long it took Google to get to that. It took them 10 years. So, you know, and, and they've got all kinds of money. <laughs> it's right. not like yeah. they didn't try to improve it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not in the camp of like, I've seen on LinkedIn people like, oh, Google's dead now. I'm like, <laughs> what? Or like content marketing is going away. No, it's no. not ever. I mean, it could, I guess, if these things become what the the movies have made AI to be. Yeah, eventually. You know, Netflix lost me. like I don't know two like a million subscribers, and everybody was like, "Oh!" And this was like six, seven months ago. Well, they bounced back with like two and a half million right. new ones. They lost a million. They weren't really doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they released a you know I think the show Wednesday, which Michaela, did you ever finish that? I did. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch, uh, there's one that just dropped today on Edgar Allan Poe, and it's supposed to be, I think it's a fiction, but I don't know. Heck, you know, I don't know much Mm -hmm. about Edgar Allan Poe, other than that one time that Michaela read one of his (laughs) poems on our Halloween episode. (laughs) You should go check that one out. That was pretty funny. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, you know, it's, they, the new content is what got people to come back. I mean, I I canceled uh, HBO Max because there wasn't anything on there that I wanted to watch anymore. Mm Um, I can only watch the Batman three or four times before I go like, okay, Prattinson did a good job. Moving on. <laughs> and then, you know. Yeah, right. You watched it 10 or 12 times. Yeah. Mitch is probably thinking that. you're going to say something about Henry Cavill. You're going to say something about <laughs> <laughs> That man should have never, he shouldn't have had that happen to him. He is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> to me, he's Superman. Anyways, this is where the show definitely went off the rails. But we hope. Bring it back. Bring it yeah, back. Yeah. But we hope that we kind of, uh, you know, this that we're not like experts in AI. We don't work in AI. We're just giving uh, our view of what we see in, in our experience of it up to this point. And as an agency that does do ads and branding, it's two separate things, but we do both. Like, 
it supposedly can write ad copy. Now, how well it does that, that's going to be funny to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never tried it yet, but it does have an engine on there that allows that. So it's going to be one of those things where we're going to like try it, send it to Mitch, and if he giggles, which he will every time, <laughs> then we'll know, like, we'll see how the quality mm-hmm. is. But uh, so, Mitch, you're the metric on that. Well, the only thing I'll say is that <laughs> to me, advertising, marketing, branding is a very human endeavor. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find those those qualities about a brand that set it apart from its competitors and, or for anything else. And you want it. So you want it to sound uniquely human, like a a unique persona. So I, I kind of have, I'm, I'm a little dubious at this stage of the game that things like this are able to bring you that level Mm -hmm. of differentiation, that level of uniqueness, if you will. Yeah. It's just a tool. It's a tool. I mean, like click up, we use click up, right? It can do a lot of automations. It makes our lives a hell of a lot easier. Slack. But it doesn't get up out of bed and, and <laughs> you know, we, ha- we have to tell ClickUp what to do and we have to feed it the information in order for it to be a useful tool right. in the yeah. same way. like Somebody said uh, a great a great view of like AI and, and, and why that it could be viewed as dangerous is, is uh, X... Machina, is it Machina? What is the, how do you say Jesus that? Machina. Machina, yeah. Oh, she's the cultured one. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, and so that movie is, you know, when you watch it, this guy has to go out and he has to review, like, these these robots, these these mm-hmm. androids this guy built, right? Are they whatever? And you start to think that, oh, my God, they're suppressed, they're slaves, they're da-da-da-da-da. No, they're not. They end up like locking him in the cage and then leaving the building, and they're mm-hmm. just completely without emotion because their responses are, "Well, that worked. I'll do that again because I got what I needed. I'll do that again." And that becomes very sociopathic. <laughs> so, and but it's not their fault. But that's right. kind of the machine. That's the input output, right? It's very cold, one and zero. It's not mm-hmm. doing Mitch, what they're designed to do, right? It's not like Mitch said earlier with nuance. It doesn't have the emotions and pieces behind it. That's morally. It sounded right, but the response, even though you got what you wanted, that is not what you mm-hmm. should do. That's what it said, but that's not what it meant. Well, yeah. and, you know, to be fair, that happens a lot with human-written stuff, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, you may put a LinkedIn post out that you thought was very well-written, uh, makes a good point, and then you get 25 comments saying, uh, this ain't a good take, man. <laughs> you suck. I saw it happen yesterday to a company... A company locally, you know, trying to do one of those kind of like LinkedIn broetry posts where it's just broetry. That's what that's what it's called. I didn't make, yeah. I didn't make that up. Bro-a-tree. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I do, I do. And then all the comments were like, "This is not the hot take that you think it is." And yeah. so, you know, I don't think you wrote that with AI. So it can happen both ways. You still gotta understand your tone and your brand persona and your audience primarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, it, I, it, yeah. Go ahead. It that's the th- that's that's a quality that. It's an extremely valuable quality, being able to take something that's been written like that and read it and look at it critically in a way that says, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I but I think it's going to be received differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a lot of thoughts that I've put on paper and then I leave them set for a while. And sometimes <laughs> I ask John and Michaela and then I go, no, I shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> even though I don't mean it in any bad way. It's just like, you know, you read the room, you know, I mean, stuff mm-hmm. happens in our culture and society where you probably just need to not say something at some time. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, this post was about layoffs, which are obviously very prevalent now. And the whole point of the post was it's your fault because you didn't make yourself irreplaceable. 
Yeah, oh, like, that's garbage. Uh, not always. Every single comment was like, yeah, but what about this situation? What about this situation? Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what I about said, bad management? What about bad decisions? I sent you that article right. a while back because that's actually something that I was researching on and reading over the weekend because I wanted to see like what companies were laying off and all mm-hmm. that. And this is a different podcast. But yeah, it's not what you think. It really isn't. And mm-hmm. it, it is nothing to do with the people that were employed. Right. So, but uh, anyways, that's going to do it for this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it and laughed and giggled and learned like things like broetry. Uh, and so <laughs> if you want to learn more about that and listen to more of this stuff, uh, go to nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast or your favorite uh, app that you like to listen to. Make sure you subscribe, like, and uh, keep your nerd brand strong. <laughs>